JP Morgan Chase just banned cryptos in the UK. They said, oh, because it's a scam and it can't be trusted. If you have a Chase JP Morgan account in the UK, we won't let you buy cryptos with your with your credit card or with any account. Those bastards. You know what they're doing is they're trying to cut it off the knees, lower the price so they can buy it. So they then they'll get their ETF and the price will go up and then they'll say, hey, buy it from us. In a world where everyday challenges can feel overwhelming, there is hope. Restore Patch is dedicated to making a positive impact on your life by addressing real, pressing issues of our time. Too many of us deal with anxiety, migraines, PTSD, and the need for quality sleep. Restore Patch solves all of this by helping us address our immediate needs to be more productive and effective. There are Restore Patches for all kinds of ailments all of us feel every day. Go to RestorePatch.com slash Sarah and choose from the many wonderful options they have available and regain your life. Say goodbye to restless nights, no energy, and blinding migraines. They believe in promoting a healthier, harmonious, and balanced body where well-being is at the core of their mission. It's time to embrace hope, healing, and a brighter future. Experience the natural power of Restore Patch and take the first step toward a more balanced and fulfilling life. Visit them today to learn more and start your journey toward wellness. Because with Restore Patch, there is hope for a brighter, healthier you. Don't make your health wait. Go to RestorePatch.com Sarah. Use code Sarah to save 10% and target the issue that has hindered you from being your best self today. I have, there's a protocol that I was taught. I'm, I'm trained, I've trained with a guy that was in U.S. Army Special Forces Intelligence you can't do numbers in and dates in remote viewing because your subconscious doesn't comprehend. If you try to do numbers, it brings your right brain into, or your left brain, your analytical brain into the picture and it knocks you off the signal line. So reading words is really hard doing numbers, conceptual numbers, but there's a way that we can make an ideogram and feel if that is, winter, fall, spring, or summer. And then we can make an ideogram for the length of like winter and then probe that. And we can calibrate out. We can come within plus or minus two to three days on a good day. Wow. And I said to the taskers, why didn't you guys have me do that on this target? I could have gotten a date. And I was told, we don't want to put a date on this. That would be too much that that's that would just be it would bring too much attention people would like we don't sell stocks or go hide in a bunker is like no we put out what we got and that's enough if there's an event it's not our job to uh give this specific date and location that would just be a little too much do you, but you wanted to know, obviously, because you asked, because why did you do this? So, well, I still made you know, I you got to work blind, so I still would, you know, still I might want to figure it out. I, I, know, have, they don't, I've so. all, Sarah, I've, I've, I've had other work to do, but I may do that on my like, see if I can get that. When's that gonna happen? You know, I yeah, made it. It's I'm, like, how know. do you not? It's like, what is. I, I, but you're worried that if people, other people know about it, they might not make very good decisions or can we keep it from happening? 
how would we keep something from happening? Like what's the, what do we, what data do we give that's actionable? Like um, if we had published Daz's Lahaina fire, we would have said, Hey, we just did a remote viewing session. We think there's going to be a really bad fire on a coastline town in Hawaii in the near future. People would have looked at that and gone, oh, those crazy remote viewers. Oh, those guys are pretty good. We'll have to keep an eye on that. But I don't think we would have prevented anything. Yeah, you're probably right on that one because you so, wouldn't have known exactly. You know, speaking of we were going, We Daz dropped this big bomb on us unexpectedly as we're in, a, in our debrief. He says, hey, guys, look at this, you know, session, you know, look at this, here's the whole thing with the fire on the coast and the energy weapons and all that. We're all going, holy crap. We were all freaking out. I can't believe it. So I'm like, what was the target? We don't even remember the target. We've done so, Sarah, we've done so much remote viewing. We, we can't remember maybe we can maybe recall 20% of it. We've done so much work. It's unbelievable. We, I think so, we have 500 uh, videos up on our site, futureforecastinggroup.com by a $25 membership. So yeah. We, we get this, this, what he's <laughs> talking about where, where dad, where dad's had the, the, the fire. That was an internal target. We didn't even post it. So it was like forgotten about, you know, it was like an internal thing. So I looked up my session cause I was just curious about it. This is just one page from it. And it was all about the signing over of property. Oh. What kind of property? Structures, land, resources, like a property dispute litigation. But here it was, the signed and stamped document for the oh. signing over of the legal standing of property. Wait, oh, Edward, yeah. was that the that the Hawaii future event? Oh, yeah. Had? Yeah. And there's more to it. Oh, dude. it's like, you know, the whole. Oh, yeah, man. There's I was going through it. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is just one, one of the pages. There, there was more to it. But that was like because we were on it. You know, Des had the fire. We got the thing. It's the signing over of property. And it's like, you know, we we don't you know what I'm trying to say is that we just do our work you know and we're not trying to like sense. sit there and think oh gee i want to try to come up with the next viral event and put it on a paper so we can get a bunch of people to look at us well that's just almost impossible to do we just so. do our work you know so and then it comes out like holy crap or or you got data that the there's going to be a land grab they're going to steal property in hawaii and that was uh, over a year ago, and you've done at least one session for us every week. So you've done 50, 60 sessions. Yeah. We don't obsess on that data. We put it out. We publish it. It goes in the file, and we move on to the next one. Yeah. I mean, we're putting out, churning out so much data. Yeah. We're, we, don't have the, we don't have the luxury to contemplate it. It's just like, great, boom, on to the next one. You know? But you do when you see a big event and you look back at it. If we're lucky, we go back and we find it honestly from lucky. Well, the the best example of that was we were doing a uh, what was the target? The game of function we were doing a look ahead, and this was in early 2019, before anybody heard of COVID, and we were doing a target that was a look ahead, and we're doing the debrief, and Edward drew the spike protein, but nobody knew what a spike protein was there, and he said game of function and 
he said, well, you know, that's what I got. And we all kind of like, okay, Edward, uh, better luck next I, time. I literally told the guys, I'm like, sorry, guys. I, I, uh, <laughs> glad you guys I'm glad you guys knocked it out because I don't know what the hell this is, man. It's so like nine months later on the cover of Time magazine, everywhere you see the spike protein and they're talking about gain of function. Edward had that in his session before anyone had heard of it. And it, we, I'm amazed we found that. Like we should go back and pour through our, we do, we are, we are hiring an analyst to go through our session and go look for things. Cause I bet there's some amazing. Even find, even finding that was a fluke, a total fluke, even like, holy crap, look I at think... that. That was in, you know. That was... Well, if you did some analysis, you guys could see maybe as there's patterns that are coming up, whereas the, I mean, there's probably just a wealth of information looking for oh, the patterns. We have so, we have so much stuff. It's, it's over. It literally is overwhelming. I can imagine. Okay. So I got to get back to this event again. You saw with Lahana, you saw do weapons and things. Are we seeing do weapons in some of these future events as well? I don't recall anybody. Dick, do you, do you recall? I didn't else? have that in my session. I had. I, I got to look through. I forgot. I got to look through. So you'd have to look through more of this stuff. You just I see really explosions would, yeah. and people who are like trying to get the heck out of a town. And you're seeing yeah. people like. One thing I heard is that uh, people are distressed, like emotionally distressed. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's well, an and, easy call. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and you guys don't have timing on it, which if you find timing, then at least tell me. <laughs> find out if you find that out. But uh, it, it... <laughs> who was, why were we thinking April, Edward? Why did April come? Did uh, Daz do an April timeline on that? I think we had like a, a end of the year. Oh, it was Some, uh, Derek. Yeah. Derek did April, I think. Sometime, yeah, in that time frame, like between like, you know, November, December to April, in that in that block of time, you know. A lot of times things happen right after Christmas, you know, because they, they do stuff and everybody wants, believe it or not, everybody wants to go on vacation and spend time with their family at Christmas time. And then we'll get back to the business of screwing up humanity. <laughs> we'll do our dastardly deeds after the holiday yeah. <laughs> well they do do that if you see them well they do it on christmas eve they pass a bunch of stuff and then they wait and then they implement yeah. stuff the first couple weeks of january and then things some um, that's why april a lot of stuff happens is because they implement their planning they start doing their planning the first couple months and then stuff starts happening in the spring Edward, are you you're done with your monthly events for our October? Did you have any big? Um, I'm I'm uh, no, I'm not done yet. Um, oh, okay, we can't talk. No yeah. time. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, not you got to get that in, man. We. I know, dude. I know. <laughs> I know. Man. You guys. So okay, how do you know what to look for with the target? Like all of a sudden they give you these this sequence of what what is the sequence? It's a place on time, place. What is okay, it? Okay, let's say let's say the target is. The Golden Gate Bridge. Somebody wants you to remote view the Golden Gate Bridge. They can't tell you it's the Golden Gate Bridge. They don't tell you it's San Francisco. The You have a person called a targeteer. He takes a picture of the Golden Gate Bridge and he 
realizes what it is and when they built it and how big it is and where it goes from San Francisco to Marin County. And it's over the San Francisco Bay and there's Alcatraz over there and it's this big bridge and it's painted orange. And um, he gets clear in his mind. Now, that targeteer is on a clean desk. He's not doesn't have a TV on. He's not watching a baseball game. He's not listening to talk radio. He's totally 100% focused. He then goes to a random generator site and generates a random set of letters and numbers. It could be 1234-5678. It could be A, B, C, D, dash E, F, G, H, or it could be a combination A1, B2, C3, D4. But it's random numbers that otherwise have no other meaning. He sits down and in consciousness and awareness and intent associates that target he says this is target a1 b2 c3 d4 this is the golden gate bridge san francisco california photographic time on our current line he makes that association so he puts that becomes the address of the bridge the remote viewer is then only given those letters and numbers and so we do our protocol i write the target ID in my mind's eye. And then I close my eyes and then I look for a second and a half. And then I write the target ID and I use the energy of writing the target ID to make what's called a spontaneous ideogram. And then I touch that. And in the moment I touch it, I know whether it's man-made or natural or if it's moving or at rest. So you start with very low level data, like this is a man-made thing near water and it's shaped like this and over the course of an hour you get little 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 you establish communication and you get more and more data it's it's really interesting the way the methodology works the military some smart guys figured out it's a way to establish a communication pathway with your subconscious so that you can have moments where you and Edward has kind of refined it to his own style where he asks questions about it and has an instant knowing. Um, yeah. After decades of uh, trial and error and, um, you know, other people's techniques that are good, maybe are good for them, but they're not good for everybody, you know? Um, so so, how, so did, when you get those numbers, Edward, do you see, uh, you said that particular example is present time. But do you see, how do you know if it's past or future or present? Well, that's a great, that's a great question. I think all remote viewers will probably have their own explanation of what they experience with that. Um, but the, the target reference idea doesn't mean anything. And then you kind of go through a process where you're kind of getting deeper and deeper. But for me, and, and Dick, I'm, I'm sure has plenty to say, but for me, um, there's a quality that the past has compared to the future. And it's a quality that, that I have um, uh, an understanding of based on doing so much remote viewing. So uh, this quality is, uh, you know, I'm in the past here. You know, this is just old. I can feel it, you know. Or this one, this one's in the future. I, it just has a, a quality to it. It's hard to describe. It's like an LSD. You have to take it to really understand it, you know. It, it, they, can't, they can't explain it to you. 
Well, in, in movies, they'll do, if they're going to show a, a past scene, they'll have it be kind of in a blue haze or they'll come up with yeah. something. Something and that in your mind, you'll future. recognize it. Okay, they mean old. Yeah, and then it's in the like, future, they'll add like more light or something. Well, okay, um, that that's one way. Um, when I work, I'll, I'll do two pages of data with little um, cells where I get, I close my eyes and I get a sight like, that was a roadway and then i probe it for a sound and i hear like clip clop and then i go for a smell and taste and i smell horses animal dung hay you know and i'm and then i go there's a building and it's made of old wood and it smells musty you know and you just layering 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 all this data and then you get done with two you know uh, you've done 10, 15 of these and you realize I didn't, no one was on a cell phone. There's no computer sounds. There was no cars or jets. It was just still uh, smells like animals, cobblestones, old wood. It's like old stuff, like pre-technology or sometimes future targets to me feel frenetic like they they have a certain quality like you just kind of know like uh yeah. uh if i look at a road i'm going to describe it in the description an old roman road that was uh napoleon session like i know this was a road that the romans built because i just knew um in this latest target the big event trying to remember how i knew it was like i knew it was a near future event i i, I actually said to someone i went I, I was done with my work and i was talking and i said uh i think this is a near future event that we're looking at that's significant and i was told don't even think like you know just get your data like don't don't talk about the target just shut up so well, it's you know, it's it's an it's an experiential thing it, it's a texture it's a it's a little little knowing it just it's feels just a certain years like of doing hand. it well yeah. the the weiss finance group who predicted the what banks were going to collapse after 2008 they were accurate 99.6 percent of the time they have like 1100 and some banks that are on path for imminent failure to them they've they've come out and said these banks will fail and then there's another three thousand or so that they say are in the danger of failing just 11 i mean those 1100 banks would take down the entire system if so it's not you you have children right sarah you have like a daughter or I, have, I have a yeah i have a boy and a girl okay do you have a bitcoin for them you have a you should have a bitcoin for maybe not one for each of them that might be beyond your means but some bitcoin for each of them i have bitcoin cash and i have others but that'll do well yeah okay accumulate a ton so, of bitcoin what do you so think you, i'm glad you're bringing up crypto go go ahead like i have doge i think bitcoin I cash things, is but... gonna bitcoin cash will do well i have some of that i bought it at 165 it was just up to like two something 265 yeah, what got up to yeah. was 2000 last yeah. year i mean do you guys first november of 2021 
Yeah. Do you see the We're going to see another run like that. Are you ready to stop funding globalists? Ready to ditch the big box stores and finally buy clean products you can trust that are actually good for you and made in America? If you are, I have an exciting program for you, the Freedom Buying Club. You can buy everyday products from cleaning supplies that detox your home to fluoride-free toothpaste you can trust delivered right to your door. They also have my favorite product now, the highest quality USDA prime beef without hormones and antibiotic free from cows raised humanely in the past year without mRNA vaccines. You can trust what you are buying, sized in just what you need, convenient packs delivered right to your door. No more wasting meat when you are forced to purchase your own cow from the ranch. If you are interested in helping your family get healthier while supporting American Made, go to freedombuyingclub.com, sign up to speak with a representative and they will explain the entire opportunity to you. Remember, freedombuyingclub.com. Well, you know, cause I have Cardona and I have Dogecoin and I have a few others. And, um, I, you know, I wonder, I wish I kicked myself. I should have bought Bitcoin back in the day, but well, I we, all, we all, we all, that's all you know, of us. Yeah. yeah, a bunch of morons. <laughs> well, I do have quite a bit of ones that are at like a fraction of a cent. So if they go up a lot, then hey, I'll be doing good. When it runs, when it runs up, they'll do well. Some of them won't last. Some of them will have a run or two, and then they'll fade away. Remember Netscape? Remember America yes, Online? Yep. yep. Yeah. But so you think this is all coming? Be like that. You think it's all going to have the another four stages? You know, they say that it goes in a big collapse. And then they run yeah. up in like four stages and then they collapse. That's how they've been working for the I, last, I don't know how many years. I just did a YouTube segment today. It was titled, uh, here's a headline that'll piss you off. JP Morgan Chase just banned cryptos in the UK. They said, oh, because it's a scam and it can't be trusted. If you have a Chase jp morgan account in the uk we won't let you buy cryptos with your with your credit card or with any account those bastards you know what they're doing is they're trying to cut it off the knees lower the price so they can buy it so then they'll get their it. etf and the price will go up and then they'll say hey buy it from us so yeah right that's well, what they're doing. So, Sarah, you know, you know about cryptos. You've got some. You're smart, lady. You'll your kids will thank you for that. Do you think that the Bitcoin Cash will do as well as the Bitcoin? For a while, yeah. Yeah, I think I think you'll do well with that. Some I think people, Michelle White though, before she died. I think you guys know who she was. She died last December, bless her heart. Um, she would follow cryptos and she said that Bitcoin Cash was gonna eventually overtake Bitcoin. Probably whole market cap. I don't know on price, but I don't know. That's what she said. Here's a here's a shameless plug. This is a shameless plug. <laughs> Go ahead. Edward and I are pretty good remote viewers. Like at the civilian remote viewing, we're we're pretty much up there. There are better remote viewers than us, but you've never heard of them, and they work. They work for the U.S. military. They work for corporations. They work for supranational agencies, agencies that are above nation states. And we have access to some that like us. 
like they do some somebody had an association with them and they're doing a they did a list for us in 2018 i think that made we made over 100 millionaires like a lot of our founding subscribers oh yeah they they just love us cuz they they put in 100,000 and they're now millionaires and so they're like i use cuz these remote the viewers crash. these remote viewers made a list of of the ones that they see and that we just tasked them again and we're coming out with a new list that uh, I'm going to do a debrief on the the basics of it and then the specifics we'll have is called the wealth execution list not financial advice but <laughs> you guys have a really list. good I used to follow Michelle White Dove with all the lists and stuff. Well, was pretty good. And that list guys... will be coming out soon at futureforecastinggroup.com. <laughs> like, shameless. No, you know why I have to do that? Why I have to do that, Sarah? Guys, is, right? is because we pay remote viewers. We have Naeem on the payroll, Daz Smith, um, Edward. We pay analysts. We pay targeteers. Yeah, we we pay everybody. So we're doing it. And supporting us supports this amazing work. And we are pushing the limits of human potential. Like we're, what can you do with this? We're the only ones on a weekly basis demonstrating that. And we have fun and we're nice guys. Yeah. You guys are nice guys. I love talking with you. And you know, the whole cryptocurrency thing, I just kind of, after Michelle died, I was like, oh, and I didn't realize you guys had a list because to me, that was so important to know because I don't know. I mean, my my thing is if you analyze things for what's legit, it, it still doesn't match. Like you can really look at legit companies and it doesn't, there's so many other factors. It's very difficult. And so that's what, why I want to talk to people what, like you guys. What we're pretty good at and we we designed this okay somebody came to me and said people pay you to remote view and i said i don't remote view for money people try to give me money i don't think i could do it he said well try it i said okay i'll try it so we're going to try to remote view cryptos and i went oh no that's not that's not possible so i'm trying to remote view cryptos like that's the most nebulous thing it doesn't exist i mean yeah. it's just computer code that exists not even in one location it only exists by a consensus of a bunch of computers it is a completely theoretical conceptual thing which is the hardest thing to remote view so what we stumbled onto is the sentiment of the people who own it like how is sarah gonna feel about bitcoin cash in six months the people that develop Bitcoin Cash, what kind of people are they? Are they crooks or are they trying to serve humanity? Are they, do they really believe in it? Do they have backing? So we we do targets and we'll come up like some of our best ones, like Daz came up with a session like, these guys feel real sketchy to me. They're going to have a, they're going to, the main guy is going to be, uh, forced out and there's going to be a lawsuit did you guys get we that can, oh yeah and it, which sam one brinkman or whatever he was i think that was vertasium or something like that yeah sam, well sam we've, brinkman, we've had a couple right? where yeah. we've where we've done that and then we've we've uh a couple of them we've like 
uh oh, we get legal stuff. We get lawyers involved. I really feel like there's there's people giving depositions and there's um, there's bad legal stuff. And then we'll publish that. And nine months later, it'd be like, oh, lawsuit filed over whatever coin. I can't. I should have uh, found them. We do so many, but there've been a been a few of those. Well, give so us that's, a couple. Give us a couple on the list. Bitcoin Cash is supposed to do well. But you don't know if it's going to take over we, Bitcoin or we remote viewed Theta. Yeah, how is Theta? Years, like two, three years ago, all of us had great sessions where we go, "This one's good. We like it. This one's going to do great." I think we all went and bought Theta after we remote viewed it. I bought Theta at twelve cents, fifty cents, and it went up to sixteen dollars. I didn't sell it, but I'm going to make. So but is like theta, theta supposed to, because White Dove said Theta is going to go up into the thousands. So that's what she thought yeah. eventually. So, yeah. I mean, it's hard to know. I mean, I, so what other ones are good? You like Theta? You like Cardona? Yeah. Cardona, Cardano, Polygon, Cardano. Chainlink. HBART. XRP for a while. XLM, Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash. Litecoin's going to do well. Um. Ethereum, Ethereum is going to be a blue chip. And then there's yeah. a bunch of other ones that are just going to fade out. Do you think they'll do well in this next write up? And then you might yes. just, you got to cash out. Yes. Kind of yeah. How about like Dogecoin? Is that a one of a short term long? Because it, it's, I think Dogecoin Shiba is Inu. Go Shiba Inu, I got talked into buying a bunch of that. And we still think it'll probably have a run. I think, I think Dogecoin. I did a remote viewing a year and a half before, way back in the day before Musk bought Twitter. I said, Elon Musk is going to buy Twitter. He's going to fire more than half the people. He's going to fire a bunch of the people and he's going to make it a platform for cryptocurrency. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. And so we're, you watch, okay, Elon Musk is going to come out with a payment platform involving cryptos. And will it be Doge? Maybe. I think so. I, he's already yeah. teetered with the idea of accepting Dogecoin. He also put the icon for Hedera Hashgraph on. And he tweeted that out, too. Oh, Edward and I are have, big. We like Hedera Hashgraph. We like Hedera. <laughs> we we buy a Hedera every chance we can. Really? That's a, that's a like cheap Hedera one, Hashgraph. Sarah. Hedera No, I Hedera. That's the name of it. I gotta go look at it. H E D E R A, and it's cheap. It's what seven cents? Five. Five cents. Five. So it's a good time to buy now. Yeah, and yeah. So that's, you buy, that's you know what one else for is your... smart? I'm gonna give everybody a good financial thing. Is that if you bought a coin that you think isn't very strong, let's say you bought red coin and you lost a lot. You can buy, like, go do equivalent buy, like get into this Hedera, which is at five cents, get into something that's equivalent. And then you take that loss on your uh, income and you don't pay taxes. Yeah. Now you're in a side equivalent crypto. Yeah. That's how it you do it. Well. That's how you, that's how you um, maximize your law. One of the ways you maximize is your, um, what do you call it? Your deductions. As long as your income supports it, you better be. Claiming your income to do that, otherwise you're gonna get yourself in trouble. One of our, <laughs> one of our, one of our secret weapons at uh, Future Forecasting Group, formerly Crypto Viewing, 
is there we have an advisor who was really well connected really really well connected and when we look at a token like hedera hashgraph he can look at the who's on the board of directors and the developers and he'll say well i know that person and he's connected to this person he's connected to this foundation and sometimes we'll get on and just do an internet search like look at this guy google his name look at where he was educated and we'll we'll end up with 20 tabs open 20 web page and so hedera hashgraph is the guys that are involved with space command they're like they're planning and hedera is it's a it's different than blockchain i'm i don't know technically how to it's a it's a hashgraph yeah it's not like a standard blockchain hedera hashgraph is going to be for the rebuild when we come into the new system of accounting and financial system it's going to be one of the big ones so uh, we like hedera hashgraph we think that one's that one's going to be one of your home runs you buy it now for a nickel well i'm going to buy some like, i'm going to what i'm going to do is yeah, put sell a, you know, some of those that i'm just sitting on and say okay i'm taking a loss on this and buy that because it's an equivalent to side move so that's somebody told me that hedera hashgraph is able to transmit blockchain or hashgraph they're working on transmitting their data to mars with no latency are they using um if if they were able to transmit to mars with no latency that means they're using some type of quantum communication scalar waves i think because scalar waves can which they think scalar waves can go across the universe instantaneously it's just a wrinkle in the universe it's awesome. My remote viewing teacher said that he, a few years ago, remote viewed a target that he called quantum radio that the NSA was developing. They they need a signal that can be here and then can be over here instantaneously without, if, if you send a signal that traverses from A to B, somebody can intercept that. But if you have a signal that is simultaneously at A That's and B, right. Without transmitting, it can't be, it can't be intercepted. So the 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 NSA would really like that. So that probably already <laughs> exists. They really like that. Yeah, I, the scalar waves. They've been looking at that for a while. They think that's how we can do that communication. So I had somebody, I had somebody from that's working on the Mars craft, and they know all those yeah. people, like you know, Glenn Shotwell, and it was her. Gwyneth Shotwell, and there was she's the one that runs SpaceX, and then there's a group of people that um, that are that know her. And I what was the name of the group. It was a I did this back in 2015. My here's a story. My son went to Northwestern University. Her son went to Northwestern. Western Shotwell's son. They were they met each other as freshmen. They were going to room together their first year, and I'm like, wow, you know what a shot while she runs spacex and so i'm like hey i'm gonna get her on my show she came on my show and i interviewed her and um because she right away she wanted to talk to me because our kids were gonna i didn't even know they were gonna room together she said they're gonna room together and then they ended up not and he just was friends with them for the rest of the time they're just they're good people right but they ended up not rooming together a whole nother story 
but that's how I met her. And then that's how I met these other people. And what I learned, not from, from Shotwell, but from these other people is they can get to Mars in like three days now. Like they have the technology to just get there and, but they can't stop. They use the plasma energy. They're using the, you know, quantum energy and the, the ether and they can get there in three days, but they're so darn fast. They don't know how to stop yet. And that was back they, then. They, they overshoot it out. like, oh, there was, there was Mars. Oh, now we're past well, Mars. They just can't, well, now they're they, at Pluto. Well, they don't know how to stop. They get to Mars in three days. They don't know how to stop without killing people because of the, the force, right? And so their engineering problem was how to go at that pace and then stop without hurting people, right? Going from that fast to nothing. And so that's what they were working on. They might have it figured out now, but yeah. to me, that's the, that's kind of the future of space travel. Maybe they need this. If you're going to go that fast, you can slow down over by the time you get to Pluto. I don't know. They need yeah. the space, just like a car needs the space to slow down. Right. I, that's maybe you, that's how you're going to travel large distances in the universe. They can do that. I mean, that that's right on the edge of the horizon. I would like to see you yeah. guys do some kind of remote viewing on that kind of activity. That would be interesting. <laughs> like what we're going to well, do. You never, you never know. You never know. <laughs> you know, Sarah, I think the Hedera Hashcraft Foundation, they're quite active. They put out a lot of, uh, you might get someone from there on to interview yeah they're interesting guys oh i'd love it if you know how to get hold of i or if you have any way of getting hold of them i just happen to get lucky and get her on i mean that was just a fluke i'll have to watch that one that's well and well it was i was clueless so it wasn't a um it was pre it was 2016 i was clueless but it was really good interview people look back on that and for the years they told me that i was a um of a sellout and all this stuff because I have certain interviews with people like that and like well <laughs> I just stumbled into it that doesn't mean I'm a sellout I'm trying to figure stuff out if you get an opportunity to interview someone who runs a major thing like that you're going to take it no matter who you are it's just why how, would I not in my role how can talking to anybody be bad I'm I mean, talking about I, I, I yeah. talked to yeah there's sometimes where I've talked to a couple people and I got some blowback from insiders holy crap it's like, why does it matter? Yeah. So you, you're going to get in the role that I'm in. I'm going to get pushed back no matter what I do. And then figure, you know what? Yeah. We got to open up. We get just like you guys looking at your remote viewing. You can't have a closed. You have to be just open for whatever comes, right? Yeah, you know, like, the, the thing about like uh, Dick, Daz, myself, Naeem, the four of us are in the position that we're in because we're the four people who published our, our remote viewing work on public display before we got together, you know, and we were the ones that had the guts to do it because when you put your stuff out there, you're, you're, you're going to get the trolls, you're going to get That's the right. hate, you know, and uh, it just comes with it. It's just part of it, you know. And we get plenty of, you know, with a future future forecasting group. I mean, just you know, it it, it just it's always going to be a part of it when you put yourself out there, man. People want to just bring it bring you down. They do. You just well, have to. Yeah, know. the remote viewing community is pretty much a wasteland. I mean, it's it's a cesspool. There's people that claim to be remote viewers who have no training. There's people that had a one week course that are trying to <laughs> now 
tell you that they understand everything about it and they're the best trainer and it's like there's the people there's this new thing called cowboy remote viewing like you don't need protocols you don't need to sit down and get your mind right just make it up just like get down and be one with you know just let it let it go it's like okay yeah it's like okay let me know how that works out for you but you know through your your craft doing this that there are protocols make a difference i mean that's where you do measures and checks and see what we're doing works and you you guys have been doing this for a long time so you you refine your method as you go to be better at it right practice Um, makes perfect yeah Yeah. absolutely yeah and it's like the thing that this is why like you know we the remote viewers on the team have a lot of respect for each other because we've been through the trial by fire of remote viewing we've done it for years and years and years with no payback no acknowledgement no money nothing just for the 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 passion and the desire to pursue it you know and now we're, you know it's a little bit of a, a little bit of a payback now but we've been through it's like the blues you know they say the blues you know you got to you got to have a certain kind of life to be able to sing and play the blues, you know, otherwise people are going to be beyond you. You know, you're not, you're not for real. We've paid our dues singing the blues, man, for a long time, <laughs> you know, and it's from yes. a lot of, a lot of trial and error, a lot of work where, like I say, we got nothing in return, man, nothing. You know, in fact, it costs us money and sacrifice and time to put in it's, it's like, why are you doing this? I don't know, man. I just got to keep on doing it, you know? And That's right. um, so we, so we can, you know, say, yeah, yeah, the, the cowboy remote viewer. Okay. Go ride a horse, man. You know, come back and let us know how it worked for you. <laughs> we, we can say that. We can say that because we have put, uh, we've dedicated decades to it already, you know? Okay, well, I think you guys have established yourself as as the most professional, best, famous remote viewers. Let's say it that way. Because you say there's other ones that are better. I don't know, but they're they're secret. Nobody knows them, and they're working, probably making fantastic money doing it. But for the the world at large, you guys are the, I, people uniformly say that you guys are the best professional ones that are famous in public. What we did was two things that are important is we got rid of the bickering and infighting like Daz Smith Daz Smith and I used to argue online we used to have tremendous flame about 2010 to 2012 we were just like just trashing each other and uh, because we used different methodology and he he didn't accept that my teacher he hadn't heard of him like uh, nobody ever validated him and people that use one style say my style's better you're full of crap and i i finally realized you should not say anything to anyone online that you wouldn't say to them face to face yeah like I might email Sarah Westall, like, Sarah, that segment you did was really, but if I'm looking at you in the eye like I am right now, I'm going to be nicer to you. And so I, one day I realized 
you know, Daz is into remote viewing. He's interested in UFOs. We have a lot of similar stuff. If I, if I met Daz in a bar and sat down and had a beer with him, he and I would probably get along great. And I, I emailed him and kind of, a, you know, I apologize. Let's just, and we met online, uh, you know, by Skype. And same thing with, I, uh, I saw Edward, but I didn't watch him. I saw his stuff on YouTube. Who's this guy claiming to be a remote? I've never heard of him. And then Daz introduced me to Edward. And now Edward and I are like brothers, man. Like I was, Edward and I, like people that play in a band that go out and jam in front of people every night. Like if we went out and said a shuffle in A, okay, just start playing and we're going to play a concert off the top of our head. That's kind of like what we do. You, we, cool. we have a tremendous bond. So, we got rid of the everybody in their own castle. We just said, okay, Dash, you're a remote viewer. I'm a remote viewer. You may not use. Edward may do it a different way. On some days, Edward will do the most amazing data that I'm just blown away. I'm just like, holy crap, that was good. And some days I get the, you know, they're going, ah, Dick, that was great. Some days we all do it. Yeah. So we teamed up. And then what you have to have as a remote viewer is a support team. You need a tasker that knows how to cue that, to, to associate that ID. You need someone to make sure you're not getting bullshit targets. You need uh, analysis. You need someone. If Edward and I tried to run a website where people paid to watch us remote view, and it was him and me taking in the billing and doing the running the website, would have crashed long ago i don't know how to run a website i don't know <laughs> how to do a, a a you know accounting so they just yeah. said you guys just remote view and we have a great support team and it's just been this really worked out way more fan i agreed to do it in like 2018 and i thought well this will last a couple months you know i'll do it for fun like it you know just for fun of it and now all of a sudden here we are like five years later and it's yeah good for you though. Now yeah. you're actually being able to do it and get paid for it and people love it. So that, and tell us where they go again, because you, you future, only said it 10 times, but say it again. Future, all one word, futureforecastinggroup.com. Sometimes there's a one week special. I don't know if that is still, but if you just get here, here's what you should uh do is buy a one month membership there's a crypto viewing membership the best the best bang for your buck it's called a visionary membership i think it's 45 bucks just buy the buy it for one month and binge watch and then you can you can cancel it watch our remote viewing stuff and we have something called founders conversations where every two weeks one of our members gets to talk to our special source and ask forbidden questions like mm -hmm. how did humanity get here what's the nature of the soul what happens to oh, your soul cool who, who runs the world um what you know and and this is at the level of 33rd degree freemason knights yeah. of orders you know people that are in secret orders they come to our site to get information and to share information so it's it's a really that's right. I've heard that. And we, Edward does Edward does segments where he'll explore consciousness, 
theoretical physics as it relates to remote viewing. And we look at the IP addresses that are watching his stuff, top universities, top think tanks, dot mill, dot gov, like high level people are watching our stuff. Hi guys. That's no, that's great. Well, because what I said was true. You're the the best, most professional remote viewer. Civilian are, in the civilian world, yeah. Yeah, it, who are and who are public, where people have can ex, that's accessible. So yeah, I I want that crypto report. And I bet you there's hundreds, if not thousands, <laughs> of people on that are watching this right now who also when it I'll want come out that and do a segment. Report. I'll come out and do a segment when it comes out that the remote viewers in Europe were tasked blind on a like i don't know was it a hundred or like a whole bunch of cryptos and these guys i heard a story about somebody that our guy went to do a session with them and uh he went in and he was used to working with us and he said okay do you need a target id and they said no, no, we we do it a little differently. Just we need your permission. We're going to look at what what you uh, what your target is. And he said, "Okay, I give permission." And they went and just told him right there. Wow. And then he told them what the target was. And then they said, "Okay, that was that. Do you want to cut through the bullshit and know what you really need to know?" And he said, yeah. And yeah. they said, okay, this, this is, this. and he was like, wow. So there, there are, there are people that are really good. We're pretty good. We, we have our moments, but uh, it's used, remote viewing is used by corporations. Uh, the military, all the elite military units, they have remote viewing. All the rich elites. Uh, the Navy it. SEALs, the Rangers. They all have it because they know, because they don't have a clue. I mean, really, and they, they want that professional help. Every super, super wealthy type person that, from what I understood, had remote viewers or psychics or something. And astrology readings, too. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, that so was I, something what I, I learned. Do... I, was, I was always dismissive of astrology. And then when I got into uh, where I am now, somebody gave me a, a little, told me how things work and said, he said that when he started his career, for a supranational agency, he said they did a like a 40-year astrological chart. And they said, you're going to be doing military stuff at this point, and then you're going to go to wow. diplomatic and financial, and then you'll go to this. And they outlined his whole career by astrology by astrology. And, and Edward knows more about astrology than I do. So well, it has to do with energy, with where we are in the universe and the energy coming and fraught, right? I mean, it has to do with energy and patterns the, that way. The solar system is a complex gear. Yes. It's like a gear. I, I don't really understand astrology, but my understanding is those in charge uh, do things by astrological timing. Well, and they does really, that map, because they're really into numbers, too. Does that map into... Oh, yeah. Numbers, too. It, but the numbers map into astrology, I wonder, because it's certain, certain times dates, of the year. Yeah. yeah, and certain dates have certain um, energy going on based on where the 
machine of the universe is at. Yeah. Yeah. So, so okay, you guys well, are we, awesome. We have we have fun. We we do the most interesting thing possible. It's actually um do you ever think it's not good for you, Edward? Never. No. I've never ever thought that. Well, maybe it's really... the, maybe it's the stress of the business aspect that's been getting to me or the sometimes I wonder if remote viewing is good for you is it uh... well is it because you saw events that are stressful I because we're in a stressful time and I know as a journalist and what I do it's it's pretty I wonder if this is good for me because I'm always looking and reporting and it, so sometimes you just want to be ignorant you know one time Sarah I I covered so many tragedies for so many years. I was a mainstream reporter. So there's a fire. Oh, the daughter died. You know, go interview the parents. Oh, the plane crash. And they're pulling the bodies out. The building collapsed. The, so much, you know, somebody just got beat to yeah, pummeled, you know, and interviewed them. And you learn to compartmentalize it. And one time when I quit, uh, I quit working and I was done with my news career and something happened where I, I was involved with a friend with an emotional event and I was home at night and I, every victim that I'd interviewed, every tragedy I saw all hit me and I sat down, I cried for like two hours. I just, it all came out of me. I was just sobbing and remembering every one of them. It's like, yeah, I, yeah, I got to where I like, uh, there was a bad fire overnight and they said, well, there's a fire in Kaneohe and an eight year old girl died. Hmm. They want me to go interview the parents. Right. So I go over there and I'm outside the house and we don't see anything. It was a burnout house. So I said to my cameraman, wait in the car. I'm going to go walk around the other street. And I'm walking on a back street and I see a man and a woman and a, their son. And they said, oh, you're Dick Allgaier. They recognized me from TV. And I said, yeah, I'm here. That was a really bad event. And they go, that was us. Oh. That was our house. And I said, your daughter. Yeah, I said, I'm not going to point a camera at you. I'm not going to bother you. I'm so sorry. And I said to my cameraman, stay in the car. I said, if, if you want to give us a picture of your daughter and you want to talk to us, you can, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to put a camera in your face. I just, uh, I'm, I'm just going to tell you, I'm sorry. I'm leave you alone. And so they came over and they said, we'll, we'll talk with you. I said, you sure you want to? Okay. So they brought a picture. And that's what I said. Well, tell tell us about her. Well, more or less her. Some of the other reporters came over. This really pushy woman from their station came over. Oh, they saw that I was interviewing them. Put the microphone in his face. How did you feel when your daughter died? You know, I just went, oh, my oh. God, don't do that. I said, I'm so sorry. I just walked away. But I, I got to the point in my career where I wouldn't bother people. I'd come back. They go, did you talk to the mother? I go, no, I couldn't find her. She was on the other <laughs> stage. Because I, I didn't need it in my career. 
anymore. I, I was I was enough that I wouldn't get fired. So I don't blame you on that. I mean, yeah. that's why I do more uplifting stuff here and there. I'm like, I'm not going to just do. I don't that we're not. Yeah. We're going to try to well, move humanity forward. Everything be, we do is about bad now. Yeah, being a reporter, there was also people who had achieved something wonderful. People who had something great in their lives. People who won an you know won an award or yeah. helped people or. So yeah, you you'd much rather do that and balance that out. So well, and look for look for things that you know. I always my show is always about the edge of change, right? So look for things that gives people a different paradigm or a way of thinking about it that's just opens your mind to learning and experiencing so many more things. That's why I love talking with you guys because that's what this is about: ex- experiencing different things, yeah. thinking about things differently, and well, learning. That- if it's great, let me let me throw this out there real quick. This is, goes right to your point, sir. Is that when we're doing a debrief, and you got the four of us going over our remote viewing of whatever the target is, you're getting four different points of view on a target, and that's what is really interesting to me and for us is that we're getting a different perspective of of the same thing. You know, it's not like um, just like a cut and dry black and white, you know, one plus one equals two. No, it's always you know, one plus one equals eight million fifty seven trillion. <laughs> and we're look, and we're going to pull a little bit out of it. We're going to look at it this way and they're going to pull out, look at it that way. So we get these really unique and interesting points of view. And that's what makes it really fascinating as a viewer to go and look at remote viewing results, you know, well, we really well, do we- yeah, we have what's called a division of effort. It seems that remote viewers, when multiple viewers work a target, on a subconscious level, they divide it up. Like, okay, you oh, go for the main thing. You get the people over here. You get the meaning of of what it'll be. So everybody's getting a different part of the puzzle, and it's yeah. it's really fascinating. If yeah. if people have never tried it, I bet there are a lot of people listening. Uh, right now, like if if I put a uh, picture of something, or this is an actual target, I don't want to give it up. That's a we put a picture of something with a description in an envelope like that, and then we give it a number or a letter. If you've never tried this, like I give you one three seven nine four six eight Z, you know, and like just think about that, and then draw some. Just without thinking, just don't think about it. Just immediately draw something. People would surprise themselves like, wow, I drew a, you know, a man on a horse or a triangle or a mountain. If you've never tried it, you've never seen what you can do. That's right. You don't. Humans are, humans are much more amazing than we realize. And, and also more a-holes too <laughs> i think it goes well you've got to you got more going on on both ends you want to gravitate toward the ones that are cool that's, that are doing good things that's so true. that's in it that's another thing one more shameless plug at futureforecast.com <laughs> is if people if there are a lot of people today that can't talk to their family, that can't talk to their friends. They know what's going on and they're afraid to say something. So we're a place where you can come have conversations and, and know we don't get too political, but um, 
we do have a better understanding of how the world works. That's that's one of the things that may be giving me anxiety. It's not the remote viewing itself. It's the that's knowledge right. of, that's of what I'm thinking. who, how the world really works. Like And seeing, yeah. and right, and then seeing it in your remote viewing and the, because that's what I, I get the anxiety from, I think, is, un, is starting to see the big picture, putting all the pieces together and going, oh my God, this is what we're dealing with. And yeah. it's not constructive because looking at the big picture a lot of times doesn't, you, you feel overwhelmed when if you can just take care of all your local areas, if we did that together, mm-hmm. it would end. You know, all this crap would I did end. A YouTube, we have more power uh, than they do. I did a YouTube segment when Lahaina happened and I said, FEMA, go home. Biden, don't come here. Federal age, just if when Lahaina burned, the people on the island of Molokai, which is across the channel, and people on Molokai are not rich. They're they're subsistence farmers. Mm-hmm. They loaded up food and clothing and supplies on boats and drove their private boats over to private docks and said, here, let us help you. Uh, local people would go in and rebuild that place and do it with Hawaiians call it Pono, righteousness. Uh, I think they're going to steal their land. I think I so, think too. They won't let them in there. They won't let the locals in there to, to take care of their own issues. And they, they're making it hard for them. So you know they they have ulterior motives. I mean, you know that's what they're going to do. Yeah. And they got to focus on that. The first thing they need to focus on is protecting their land. And they don't... Well, I know some uh, Native Hawaiian practitioners who are really into the spirituality of the thing. And... I've been told that the souls of some of the victims have not moved on and that they're righteously mad. And the souls have congregated in a, the native Hawaiian healers say this, the souls are gathered in a cave east of Lahaina. And that place is going to be haunted. The Hawaiians believe in, they call them the night marchers, the ghosts. So so they believe that's Spooky what's going to happen is people. Wow. Okay. Well, you never know. I mean, it was such a traumatic event. So, well, yeah. thank you guys. I'm going to have you back with the crypto stuff because that even just to share a few, and then they could go and get the full list from you guys. And you can talk about the session and what's behind it. And I think people are, people are just yearning for ways to improve their life and their lot in life. Yeah. <laughs> if you can help them, that would be great. So cryptos have been cryptos have been down. It's been a bear market. It's they've been sideways. Cryptos are going to run. It's it's gonna we're gonna have another. Oh my god! And it'll happen suddenly. So yeah, yeah. yeah we'll come back with the list one day. Yes, yes, do that. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. I'm really excited. I'm really glad that you did because this has been an awesome conversation. Thanks for having us on. Thank you. Yeah. We always like talking with you, Sarah. You're great. So anytime. 